Greetings, fellow nature lovers. This is Dale Stewart, and you have tuned in to Nature's Edge. We um, we have a special guest with us today in the studio. I'm I'm proud to have Mr. Charles Connor with us. Charles is the uh, marketing director of Natahalia Outdoor Center, also known as NOC or NOC. Uh, welcome to the show, Charles. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are most welcome. I, I think. Um, for our listeners, uh, maybe not right in this area, although you guys are known pretty much all over the place. Tell us a little bit about the history of, of NOC and kind of what's what uh, uh, how it, how it got started. Sure. So NOC is the largest outfitter in the United States. We take more people on whitewater, uh, specifically whitewater is kind of our emphasis. We take more people on whitewater rafting trips than anybody else. We uh, teach more people how to kayak and canoe uh, than anybody else. And, um, and we have a store called the Outfitter Store, which is on the banks of the Nantahala. And it's one of, um, it, you know, it's maybe the original uh, U.S. paddling store. And uh, it's still one of the top paddling stores in the country. It, you know, paddling's a weird. Uh, or uh, not weird, but uh, a, a small hobby. Now you know I'm a paddler, Charles. Don't I call do. It weird. Well, that's why I said it. <laughs> you know, I was looking at you. Um, well, you know, paddling uh, paddling gear is expensive, and there are a lot of different models. It's small batch, and uh, there are not many places you can go and try out sixty or eighty different canoes and kayaks. And NOC is one of very few places where you can go and try out that many whitewater um, boats on the river before you buy them. There are not a lot of places like that, so. Um, so, any, you know, getting to the point, NOC is focused on whitewater, and um, we've had a illustrious um, history since we were founded in 1972. We've had uh, 22 employees um, that were either athletes or coaches on U.S. Olympic teams, and, um, and that includes uh, they only had the Olympics every year beginning in 92, and they had them once in 1972. So NOC's been really the epicenter of competitive paddling in the U.S. And um, kind of what's interesting about that is in the U.S., paddling is a different – it's a little different from other countries. It is. In the U.S., people do it to get away and to to kind of be uh, on their own. Um, And uh, especially in European countries, we see a lot of – it's real social. There are a lot of boathouses and clubs – and uh, I think NSC is one of the places in the United States where there's still a pretty big social um, uh, community around boating as well. There is. And, and you know, one of the things about NOC that people don't know, it, it's not in a shopping center somewhere. It is out in the middle. I mean, you've got to be wanting to go there. It is out in the middle of nowhere, actually in a, in a Natahalia Gorge uh, area of uh, western North Carolina. That's right. You know, we we are lucky that there are major population centers within a day's drive from NSC, and that's certainly one of our advantages. Uh, another one of our advantages is we're in Western North Carolina. The, our main locations in Western North yeah. Carolina, and so we um, we have year-round paddling weather. You know, we get good water all year, and temperatures you know can get real cold, but for the most part, you can paddle all year. There's great paddling in Colorado, great paddling in California, but um, you know, I think the only place with a comparable paddling season is the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, that's one of the reasons, actually, that uh, my wife and I moved to this area some, gosh, 13, 14 years ago was, was because of that year-round paddling um, uh, 
uh, ability here, not just for whitewater, but but also some of the flat water that's mm-hmm. that's available here. The um, the operation that's that's at Natahaya Gorge, you, you said it it was uh, started in 1972. 1972. And tell us a little about the gentleman that started uh, NOC. Uh, absolutely. So um, NOC was founded by uh, three friends from Atlanta and uh, Horace Holden who ran a, a summer camp in Roswell, Georgia, which is, you know, a suburb of Atlanta. Um, and he uh, uh, had a lot of connections to the Western North Carolina camp scene, which is um, you know, there are, you know, almost 200. There might even be more than 200 camps um, in Western North Carolina, summer camps. And that's actually where a lot of the paddling, whitewater paddling in the southeast started was with the camp scene in Western North Carolina. And so... He was exposed to paddling and canoeing through the uh, through uh, the camp scene, and so he um, found the NSC property, um, and uh, it was for sale. And he made an offer the day that um, that he heard about it. He put like five gave gave a five thousand dollar check for a down payment, and uh, and then he went back to Atlanta, and he told his friend Payson Kennedy and her, and his wife Aurelia Kennedy. That he had uh, purchased this hotel um, on this river in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, and asked him if they wanted to run it. And uh, he was a librarian at Georgia Tech, and he was looking for a career change, and um, and he said yes. And so they came up and they ran um, rafting trips on the Chattooga River, which is where they filmed Deliverance. Right. And, and uh, Payson was actually a stunt double um, for the filming of Deliverance. And uh, they ran, they just worked the summer. They did deliverance and Nantahala trips, and they came back, and they decided that uh, next year they were going to move up there and give it a go. And um, and they uh, they kind of divvied up responsibilities. Payson ran it. Um, his wife, Aurelia, ran the restaurant. We still um, have a popular restaurant on the side of the Nantahala. And, um, and the company experienced double-digit growth before uh, – for about 25 years. I mean, it just was right place, right time, right location, and uh, and things just exploded. Yeah, it, it, and and folks, uh, for those of you that haven't been there, it it is an amazing place. Um, and uh, we we're of course talking about the uh, uh, the whitewater rafting and and uh, things there, but uh, uh, with the retail store there, the the hotel uh, that's there. The restaurant is great. They have great hamburgers there as well as other things. Uh, I've eaten there many times. And, in fact, I was just telling Charles, I was just over there a couple of weeks ago. I had to get my uh, my whitewater on a little bit and um, uh, took uh, took about two or three days over there. The uh, the only thing, uh, Charles, is you all have become so successful that it's crowded now, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, which is good for you, but I'm, I'm not wild about a lot of people. <laughs> And uh, and especially some of the people that didn't seem to know what they were doing. So that, yeah, that, uh, that, that, I think that's fair. I think uh, I think you know we over our history we have had a range of of kind of I don't know different. Uh, we we fit a bunch of different niches, and I think originally we were uh, more hardcore, and we had a lot more expedition paddling, and we had um, you know we offered really kind of rugged trips um you know but as the company has evolved we've definitely grown to um to specialize in entry-level outdoor experiences that funnel into our 
outdoor school and our, and our goal is to introduce people to the outdoors and um, especially lately we're we're a little bit anxious about um, the future of, of outdoor recreation with kids being plugged into you know iPads and iPhones all the time absolutely and, and so that's that's kind of our mission is to make sure that we get this people outside so we do have a lot of beginners we do have a lot of people who will run into your boat as you're going through the falls and uh, um, and there is a lot of uh, you'll hear a lot of weird things in the parking lot oh yeah and you will and and you as you said you'll see uh, everything from Olympic uh, uh, caliber paddlers to uh, to a mom and dad and the kids that uh, I think are not going to make it back, but uh, <laughs> but they do. Yep. Uh, my guest in studio today is Charles Connor. Charles is the uh, marketing uh, director for Natahalia Outdoor Center, uh, also known as NOC or NOC in this area. And we're going to take a little short break, and we will return after this message. Her nodding, so we must be. This is this is Dale Stewart with Nature's Edge. I thought we were. I could hear music, but you never know with Leslie what she's doing over there. She she will just uh, uh, break out into uh, a song herself sometime. We are uh, talking here with Charles Connor. Charles is a marketing director of an amazing place called Natahelia Outdoor Center, uh, also known as NOC. And uh, we were talking a little bit. He was giving us some history of the of the center, kind of how it started and, and what was going on with it. And uh, we're going to kind of continue that a little bit, Charles. I know that uh, uh, you guys also do uh, a lot of work with kids. And, and uh, as a lot of my listeners know, I, I'm a strong advocate of, of getting uh, young men and women out into nature. Uh, and I know you guys. Uh, is it a nonprofit you have? How do you, how do you how do you work with kids? How do you get them out there? Well, we have a we have a few different ways that we engage kids. You know, through the through Nantahala Outdoor Center, the main you know the main company. We we uh, we just take kids on uh, what I call um, kind of uh, introductory or gateway experiences. So, you know, we take about one hundred and fifty thousand people on outdoor trips every year. You know, sixty thousand of those are probably um, kids or teenagers, and uh, you know, I think that just that in general is they when they're on these trips, they get exposed to guides who are um, you know outdoor lifestyle advocates, and so um, you know those introductory experiences often lead to to uh, you know a guide and a guest having a connection, and then those go into uh, a more serious kind of. Uh, Activity like a paddling school, like learning to kayak or doing a wilderness medicine course or um, a survival school. We do a lot of certifications for the outdoors. Um, and so that's kind of the way the main business functions. You know, the main business is just there to uh, provide those experiences, help spread the, um, you know, the outdoor lifestyle. Um, but we do have a nonprofit partner called Nantahala Racing Club. And the racing club, um, they're – there are a couple things they do. One is they're a USA Canoe Kayak Center of Excellence, and so that means that they're a training center for competitive paddlers. Correct. Yeah. So they have um, 
Olympic level coaches and they have Olympic level athletes. One of uh, an athlete we sponsor named Mihal Smolin um, is is going to. He's a hopeful for the Rio Olympics, and he's one of the first hopefuls we've had uh, in a while that is a real medal um, threat. And so we're hoping that uh, Mihal gets on the podium in Rio. Um, and so that's part of what the racing club does. But their real mission is to get kids into paddling. And so um, they hold open events and races and just little paddles where you can bring – if you haven't ever paddled before, you can come. And uh, we provide the boats and the paddles, and you paddle around the lake with um, some of the best athletes in paddling. And, and they just try to fire kids up about it, show them that they would be good at it, they could do this, uh, talk to them about the physical and mental and social benefits of, of paddling. Um, and uh, And then – we they structure training for these kids if they're interested in competitive paddling. They just structure and provide free training and expertise to these kids and make sure they have equipment as you know they grow and they and their bodies change and they need different types of gear. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, getting into paddling can be hard. You know, it's, it's 20, it can be. It Absolutely. takes like twenty five hundred dollars sometimes worth of gear and equipment just to even get on the water. And so, um, NRC the racing club, you know, that's their goal is to is to uh, I guess lower the barriers to entry for for children in paddling. So if you've got a if you've got a young uh, man or woman who really has a an interest or a passion for it, uh, you guys just aren't going to uh, turn them away because they can't afford the best and the greatest gear out there right now. No, absolutely not. You know, NSC we offer entry level lessons for ninety nine dollars and and uh, that kind of price range for just anybody to come and just give it a whirl and see if they're interested. And the racing club um, provides this to kids for free. And so, um, you know, they're, they, they actually just won a grant from the North Face. It was called an Explore Fund grant. They I'm won familiar a, with it, yeah. yeah they won a $25,000 um, grant to get kids outside, and they estimate uh, that the grant will help them get 200 more kids out. And uh they're targeting um, specifically some uh, populations that have been underserved traditionally or historically. Um, the uh, one of these is the um, Koala Boundary, which is the home of the Cherokee, Cherokee. and uh, so we're working with um, the Cherokee to get a lot of to just present the opportunity to go paddling to a lot of those kids, and then we're working with um, kids in in our home counties, Swain County and Graham County and Macon County to uh, just make sure they, they know that they can do this. And then we even have a after-school club that the racing club puts on um, called the Nantahala Kids Club. And uh, we go, we'll, we'll tra- we, you know, we organize transportation so these kids can come and paddle after school. So it's, it's pretty cool, uh, especially when you consider that you know, most of the time these kids sit in their front yard and they watch people from Atlanta and Birmingham and the coast go to these rivers that are in their backyard and they never get to paddle. And so... Uh, that's why we're excited to share uh, their own rivers with with them. Yeah, you know the the uh, the Natahaya Gorge area I think is one of the most beautiful areas, uh, not only in the United States but but in the world. And uh, uh, but it's also one of the uh, poorest areas um, in, in the Appalachians. And uh, so that, that that's great work that that you guys do to get those kids out there and. As you said, they see all this uh, cars driving by with all this expensive gear on them. They see people going up and down the river, and uh, uh, so it's a th- that's a great thing that you guys do. And uh, 
uh, yeah, getting the kids into nature and and getting them out there with mom and dad. Do you do any uh, speaking of mom and dad? Do you do any family things uh, for mom, dad, and the kids? Getting them uh, getting them into nature as a as a family as a unit. We do. We you know the racing club puts on family paddles, and so the family can show up and paddle. And we we organize some events for the public that are what we call citizens races. They're free races. Um, we have an event called the Canoe Club Challenge. We do three of those every summer, and um, basically uh, we do free timing. We, we set up a entry-level gate course, yeah. a whitewater course, and, uh, and then people just run it, and we time them, and we set up classes, and it's, uh, it's really uh, it's about as social a paddling scene as you're going to find in the U.S. You go, you're going to show up one person, and you're going to hang out with 40, 50 other people all day, maybe more and you're just going to run the gates you can share boats and uh, we've got some moms and dads who do that with their kids and uh, those you know those are um those are probably the those are some of the best days at NSC, in my opinion you know you get to oh, see I, yeah i think so but and, and i guess they're kind of open to people of all skill level as absolutely well. they yeah. are i mean it helps to have you know you, you've got to be somewhat in control to be able to to run the course so you, you know you're probably not a straight beginner if you're doing the canoe club race but um yeah i mean you have we have again we have a mihao came out we had olympic athlete out there um and then we you know we had me out there <laughs> just yeah. didn't anybody <laughs> it, 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 and guys I, I have run that course and i've i've uh done that course a few times when it was set up uh uh for guys a lot better i've been paddling for 40 years and it was uh a challenge to me but but i find part of that too as i get older i, I find that i like that flat flat water a lot more uh but uh, every once in a while man you got to go out there and shred it yeah and we give you know we get it it, it matters a lot what boat you're in you know we've got, oh, wow, yeah. we got some uh, boats to make it a little bit easier for folks and uh, uh you know i ran it the other day i ran it in a in a plastic boat and finished like 20 seconds later than the fiberglass yeah boat I ran. and you would uh the uh we we're talking with uh, with Charles about the uh, about the center and some things that they do with uh, with the kids and with the families there as it uh, pertains to paddling and this is Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart and when we come back we're going to talk to Charles a little bit about uh, some upcoming events that they have and uh, and and paddling's not the only thing you can do there uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little more about that we shall return. Is that one of my songs, Leslie? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes Leslie will sneak music in that I haven't picked, and uh, I call it girly music, and and uh, and she will do that. But uh, uh, the Eagles, that that's that's an okay group, so we'll we'll let that go. We are talking with Charles Connor. Uh, Charles is the marketing director at NOC, Not a Hey Outdoor Center. For those of you that uh, that don't know about it. Um, Charles, we've been talking primarily about paddling, mm-hmm. and um, and and which is kind of your where you came from and the mm-hmm. history uh, there. But I also know when I anytime I'm over there, whether I'm paddling or just over there wandering around, uh, see a lot of bicycles. You see yeah. a lot of mountain bikes. Yeah. You see a lot of backpackers. Uh, mm-hmm. 
especially early in the morning at the restaurant and over I know you have a little retail store across the street there and uh, getting supplies and all so the the center also has um uh, bike trails um uh backpacking trails and uh do you have a zip line we do I, th- we I do. thought you had a zip line up there now. tell us a little more about outside of the paddling world sure uh, so you know I, I, one of the reasons in OC, uh i guess grew so fast is uh the location our nantahala river location and we really we're on uh seven other rivers and we have um, multiple, we have a couple of retail stores. Like we have a store in Gatlinburg too. That's another, uh, big, uh, store for the hikers, um, Appalachian trail hikers. Yeah. But the Nantahala location is just at a perfect convergence. It's at the end of the Nantahala, which is the third or fourth most paddled river in the United States. It is where the Appalachian trail, which is the busiest footpath in the United States crosses the Nantahala river. And uh, it's right next to Lake Fontana, which is the lake that goes right up against Smoky Mountains National Park. Great, Smoky beautiful Mountains. lake. And uh, and then Solly National Recreation Area is one of the best bike riding, mountain biking uh, trail systems in the southeast. So there's just a lot going on. I mean, it's a great place. Swain County, NSC is a great place to come and spend uh, a week and bring different types of equipment. And so if you were uh, hanging out in NSC, all those things would be a great option. You know, the AT, the Appalachian Trail um, segments or sections that border NSC are—they're nice. They're not—they're not for everyone because um, they go in and out of the gorge. They and do. So they're two of the steeper sections in um, in in the in the southern half of the AT. Um, but they, you know, the payoff at the top, there, there are some really great views and there's some shortcuts that we tell guests about where they can drive up a little bit closer to the top and, and see some of those views. Um, we do mountain bike rentals. So we do high end mountain bike rentals. We do, um, our fleet is a specialized fleet and that's the brand of bike and, uh, which is a really, uh, uh, great brand and, and we do full suspension and we do, um, hardtail mountain bike rentals. So, um, you know, even if you're a pretty advanced mountain biker, you'd be pretty satisfied with one of these bikes um, coming and taking them to Solly. Uh, our zip line, uh, we actually have two zip lines. We have an adventure park for um, a little more for kids, but it, it can be pretty uh, adult, uh, exciting for adults as well. And uh, But our main tour is what we call our mountaintop zip line tour, and it it's way up on the ridge behind an OC, and it's pretty exciting. There's a half-mile zip. Um, that's 350 feet off the ground. So it, it's pretty uh, adrenaline-oriented as well. Any repelling involved there, with there it? There is no repelling on that course. Um, the course, the that zipline course or, or whatever you want to call it, um, design, uh, is all based around that half-mile mega zip. And uh, that that takes a while to get people across, you know, to get the – you're on the line for a minute, you know, and uh, – and then you got to wait on your group. So we've designed the rest of the course to kind of build up to that experience and to, um, you know, accommodate that in a in a reasonable manner. So there are not a lot of other features. It's mostly zip lining and getting ready for this one really epic zip. And there there are two others that are pretty um, that are also pretty breathtaking as well. I've got to come up there and do the zip line. I, I'm I'm fortunate in that I actually. Uh, 
uh, have done zip lines in, in Belize and in uh, Costa Rica and actually uh, mm-hmm. had the opportunity to meet the gentleman that invented and developed the, uh, the whole zip line technology yeah. and actually uh, was one of the uh, earliest uh, 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 riders of, of a zip line in, uh, in Costa Rica. That was pretty amazing. So, yeah, I got to get up there then and do that. And if if you like adrenaline and you like scenery, uh, guys, you need to uh, and and ladies, you need to go um, go do these zip lines. And a few years ago, there were not many zip lines in the United States. And now, I know in Western North Carolina, mm-hmm. just in this area, mm-hmm. up in Virginia and, and uh, uh, around, that uh, zip lining has has become uh, uh, much more available. Yeah, there there are a lot of really good uh, tours and companies here in Western North Carolina. Specifically, we have um, you know the elevation changes really make for some dramatic uh, uh, you know rides. The um, you know our course we we designed it to be mountaintop. Like the idea with it was that it would go from mountaintop to mountaintop, yeah. which is uh, pretty cool because you get way out there and you're really exposed. And uh, uh, it's kind of funny is um, you know you're really you're really at the the mercy of the weather. You know, there are times when you won't make it all the way across the half mile megazip because you are uh, the wind's blowing against you, and then there are times when you're going to come in hot because the wind's behind you. And so, it's not um, it's not necessarily just like a backyard experience up there. It gets a little bit uh, it gets a little bit wild up there. Well, you got to stay on the edge. I mean, That's right. You, <laughs> you were talking again about the uh, about the mountain biking. Do, mm-hmm. do you guys? I know you. I know you have the training programs for the for the kayaks. Mm-hmm. Do, do you offer any classes on mountain biking uh, for the novice at all, or any not, guided not trips gener- or anything? Not generally. The we don't market those necessarily. If you know, NSC has always had the kind of ethos that if somebody's in the area and they call up and they want to do an adventure program. Uh, and they want a guide, we'll, we'll provide that. So we, we certainly can do that. During our peak season, we probably wouldn't do that just because we're not staffed to do um, guided mountain bike trips. And we, and we found the market for um, the instruction is, uh, is, you know, isn't the way it is for paddling. A lot of people That's correct. Yeah, pick it up and go. But we would definitely help out the um, – and, and our staff and our bike shop are there to um, – to help you pick up an appropriate trail for your skill level. We do take uh, groups of, of campers and kids and scouts and things like that. We do um, some training courses for those, but those are, you know, it's just one of those things where if we're going to, you know, put all the gear together, drive somewhere, it just helps to have a little bit of scale. It does, yeah. And, yeah. and do you uh, do you have um, uh, spare parts there? I mean, do you have tires mm-hmm. and things? I mean, because I, I do see a lot of people up there bringing their own bikes. For sure, yeah. And Solly is very popular. So it we're, is. we're lucky because we're between Solly, which has uh, what I would characterize as, as there's some technical riding there, but it's mostly fast and rolling, and people love it. And um, and so and there are a lot of big events over there, so there are a lot of bikers in the area. We do repair. We do parts. Um, and then on the other side of us, on the west side, it's always on our east side, um, it, it takes about an hour, but there's a place called Jackrabbit um, that has a fantastic kind of uh, more beginner-friendly riding. But, um, it, you know, if you're good, it's super fast, and it's, um, 
good, just more really great riding. So, yeah, there are bikers everywhere, and all of us ride. I mean, all, you know, it's the perfect complement to paddling because if it is, if it ain't raining, the trail's dry. Absolutely, so. yeah. And, and I know, you know, several of the uh, colleges and universities in this area really have some world-class uh, mountain biking uh, uh, programs and, yeah. and, uh, uh, and, and compete, and I, I run into those men and women over there all the time. Uh, yeah, West, Western Carolina oh, has a fantastic trail they right do. on their campus, yeah. and we, we often go up there and ride over there too. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're pretty amazing, and uh, I do that. Uh, you're listening to Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart and my in-studio guest, Charles Connor. Uh, Charles and I are talking about NOC, Not a Hay Outdoor Center, and we will be back in a moment, and I'm going to have Charles talk to us about uh, some events that are coming up. Welcome back to the wild side of Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart. I almost forgot the name of the show. You know, there's a story about that. Right when I started doing this, I actually named the show Wild Side because I always talk about wild times. So uh, when I said wild side, I saw Leslie look at me. But this is Nature's Edge, and I'm Dale Stewart. And we have as our guest today Mr. Charles Connor. And Charles is with the uh, marketing manager of Natahalia Outdoor Center. And, and we've been talking about uh, uh, paddling and, and zip lining and uh, uh, mountain biking. And, uh, Charles, I know you guys have a lot of events uh, from Olympic class trial events to uh, all kind of things going on uh, at the center. Uh, you want to talk to us a little bit about some things you got coming up? Yeah, sure. So we have about um, 20 events and between March and October. That's our primary season. Um, we are open year-round, but you know we have a primary guest season, and uh, the uh, – you know, a lot of these events are really what we're known for. There's an event called the Guest Appreciation Festival, and it's called, you know, people call it GAF. And um, this event is probably our most popular annual event. It, it comes up at the end of the season, so uh, we've moved it up to the end of September. So it's last weekend in September. And what makes GAF interesting is um, we sell all the gear we've been using all year. And so you know, we're the, one of the largest outfitters in the world, so we happen to have one of the largest used gear fleets in the world, too. Uh, so we sell rafts and um, inflatable kayaks, and we, sell, and we sell regular kayaks and all the equipment that our paddling school uses for, uh, for, their, um, for their guests, so helmets, paddles, um, PFDs, etc. cetera. Um, and, and GAF is one of those things where people line up and wait, you know, and then when we open the gates and the sale starts, you know, people run in and, um, and they get some pretty incredible deals. When, when I was a kid and getting into kayaking, um, I waited all year for gaff, you know, cause I, I couldn't afford a new kayak. I had to buy a used kayak and that was where, um, all of them were. Cause it's not just NOC's used gear, but we invite, um, people from throughout the Southeast to come and, and sell their own year, used gear. So there's a big, uh, marketplace, a big exchange of gear. And so, a lot of people scheme and wait all year for gaff and they're like i'm gonna sell my used mountain bike and my you know my old paddle and i'm gonna end up with a canoe and if i'm lucky i'll get like a skateboard you know there's just a random uh random assortment of gear at this and so it's a fun time because um it's uh nsc provides a lot of free entertainment and uh a lot of um free games and and uh events um for the customers you know for our guests who've been with us all year and then uh, the guests really provide a lot of the entertainment for themselves because they come and, 
and they all have a, a an angle. And so, um, so GAF is our is our is our kind of most attended event. We get between five and ten thousand people come to GAF every um, year. And uh, but lately, we've been doing a, a whole lot of competitive paddling events. So last year, we had the World Championships for um, freestyle kayaking. You did, and that was a great event. Thank you, thank you. We had athletes from thirty countries, and. Uh, it was it was a lot of work, um, and and because we were successful next year, we're going to get the under twenty three slalom championships, which is probably about as big as we can get. We don't have a a uh, we don't have a world championship course for um, the 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 main class. Like our we're on the Nantahala, um, our river just isn't you know competitive enough to yeah, get. Yeah, it's not quite there exactly. But um, the U twenty three is a big deal for us, and that's another world class event. Have multiple national championships here recently, and, uh, and and we tend to do events in one of three categories. So, uh, kayaking and canoeing is kind of uh, I often describe it like like skiing. Actually, you know, you start at the top and you you end up at the bottom, and uh, and I think that it helps for thinking about the sports as well. So, our three disciplines are slalom, downriver, and freestyle. And so, slalom is just like slalom skiing. You go through the gates. The only difference is when you're paddling, sometimes you can go upstream through one of the gates. Correct. You can't do that skiing. Yeah. But, um, and so that's, uh, and that's an Olympic discipline. They have, that's where our Olympic athletes come from. Downriver is not an Olympic discipline, but it's just as rigorous. Um, it's basically like downhill skiing. You go straight. No turning. The boats are real long, real fast. Um, and we have a pretty good course for wild water downriver. Um and so we've had a couple of national championship events there too. And then freestyle is kind of like the you know snowboard tricks and it things is. like that. And so um, that's a real spectator friendly event. That's why we were excited to have the world championship. So we've had um, we've had a lot of events, a lot of uh, sanctioned national championships, world championships in NOC. We're probably the most active paddle sports event venue in the U.S. Um, as far as uh, international canoe federation events. Um, and so we're lucky there. And then we have a lot of just general open to the public events that are, are for for anybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry, to come up and and uh, and to participate in some kind of outdoor activity. Yeah. What, what do you have coming up uh, here in a few weeks of August? Sure. Uh, so um, uh, August ninth and eleventh through the eleventh, we have the Junior Olympics. And so this goes. This is kind of right in our wheelhouse. It's competitive paddling and it's kids. Um, and so that is a multidiscipline um, event where we're encouraging the competitive paddlers. There'll be a big group from the southeast. There'll be a big group from New England. There'll be some folks from Colorado too. So it'll be the best um, paddlers from the United States, um, youth paddlers, and uh, and then we're encouraging just normal kids, like kids who might want to paddle, to to come and get involved. I think one of the things that's great about paddle sports is um, it, it's really a, you know. It, there are not a lot of people who participate necessarily, um, and so if you're pretty good and you just have a knack for it, you could become one of the better paddlers in the country pretty quickly. And so, um, you know, and if you train at it, it's definitely a path where you could become an Olympian um, if you start young enough. Because you know, again, there are not many people doing it, so it's you know, there's opportunity there. Um, then we've got a Canoe Club Challenge, which is one of those open events uh, the next weekend. That's the 16th through the 17th. And then we've got the Pan American Championships, so September 4th through the 6th. And so that basically is anybody from North or South or Central America um, will come and compete in this freestyle event. And I, I did 
I ran some numbers. I think it was close to 60% of the medalists from the world championships in freestyle were from the Western Hemisphere. So, you know, it'll, all of those paddlers should be here. It'll probably be the most competitive um, freestyle event of an off year. There's not a world championship this year because there was one last year. So. You know, for, for those of you that have never uh, attended a, a paddle event like this, I mean, this is really one of the places in, in – uh, in not just Western North Carolina, but in the in the Southeast, that you can come and literally see world class athletes uh, that that you won't see anywhere else, and it's it's a great family outing to come. There's great venues there to uh, to see the action, to be around the action, uh, meet, even meet uh, meet the the people. Mm-hmm. It uh, uh, it also sounds like maybe a, um, a road trip for nature's edge. Maybe I need to uh, for sure show up yeah. and uh, and do some things, but then. Uh, uh, I'd want to get out there and uh, and paddle, but uh, uh, which I could do, I guess. Still, maybe not as competitively as one time, but I would have a have a blast out there. Uh, Charles, we sure appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your your busy day to come uh, spend a little time with us in the studio. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm uh, always glad to do. I wish we were out outside somewhere. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna start doing that. Uh, we're gonna get out there more and. Uh, uh, and we'll have to see what happens. I, I may have to drag Leslie along with me. Uh, I'm, I'm learning this business, but I'm still not quite there yet. As, and although I may be, Leslie just tells me I'm not. So, so we'll have to we'll have to see what happens. One thing I do want to say here is, uh, as we kind of finish up today, those of you that want to get into paddling, look, guys, it's it's um, it's not something particularly the white water. It's not something you just go buy a boat and start doing. You, you do need to get instructions. You do need to talk to people about the type of gear that you need to purchase. And and uh, and I know the uh, the staff at Netahaya are some of the best in the world at uh, at talking to you about what your real goals are. What do you want to do uh, with that boat that you're buying? Are you looking for a boat strictly whitewater? Are you looking for a for a canoe? You're looking for a boat that you can uh, kind of do some family activity in. So I strongly recommend you go by and and uh, and visit with these great people. Again, Charles, I appreciate you being here. Leslie, it's about time to get us out of here. And this is Dale Stewart with Nature's Edge, and I will see you in the wild. Mm-hmm.